Stick around to the end of this because I need to make a correction and add some extra discussion because of a comment left on YouTube. Shit, boy. Reckon, JB. What a material. <laughs> I must say, you're really not as I expected. <laughs> Thank you very much, Your Majesty. <laughs> is that you, mate? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Well, you're a gangster now or something? Fuck you, know, was that Tildy's mum and dad's ass? Tell you what, whatever you're doing, I want in. Put it down. Why? What this? I said, put it down now. What's wrong with it? Shut it! Fucking shut it! Exit! I beg you. Shut it! Shut it now! All right, mate, show your boots. Exit. <laughs> oh, no, oh my god, no, I'm so sorry. All right, two of my favorite minutes to get into are this and the next one. And again, we get Brandon discovering the guns, discovering all the toys. And remember, Brandon is part of a group that was totally fine stealing a car and getting into trouble and dodging the police. So <laughs> especially as shit boy, like he's not horrified as friend. He's actually intrigued. He puts on the glasses and we get a reminder of the lighter from the first movie, which is a grenade and... And he starts transmitting in and sees Eggsy's dinner with Tildy's parents. And we get the proper, like, tension. Like, oh, shit, my friend found my guns. Like, oh, damn, this is going to be hard to explain. But then ratchet up the tension as the father is just warming up to Eggsy. But then his friend opens the lighter and is about to get blown up. And it's one of the best scenes of tension. And it fucks up his dinner. And I just love how, again, the music just supports the scene wholeheartedly. You see how it's a perverse and dangerous version of some shtick in like a sitcom where you get the two sides of the conversation one through the glasses and how it's being misinterpreted in person and another thing to remember is this is really putting the king off his guards got him knocked back he's surprised and this is when the queen speaks up when he is really acting out of turn she's used to her husband and she's been gentle to exit when he starts acting up and seems to be acting a damn fool and extremely rude she does not hold her tongue. She speaks up. And I love that little detail, especially like Tildy, of course, speaking up. But the queen has been silent and gentle so far, but she won't take this. But thankfully, he saves his friend just in time, or so he believes, and it almost messes up everything. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it even more, I like how his jacket being orange and his room being orange are really tying the location to him on just a story level. But it's fun because JB's also barking him, and I believe on that wall a few things you could actually have bought from like Mr. Porter and stuff around the time of the release, or even now, like the Kingsman keychain. I love how this is a scene of tension and adds another layer or wrinkle into his dinner it's not just so smooth sailing and also it ratchets up the tension and then relieves you right before the next minute is just gonna smack you in the face with another reversal and i love it but let's get to that minute first join the event if you want to come to a free screening of the king's man i'm buying out a movie theater opening night september 17th on my birthday i'll see you in the next minute and 
<sighs> Poppy's coming. Alright, this correction and discussion is thanks to a comment by Matt Klutz on YouTube. He points out that I mentioned that Brandon was part of the group in the first movie when they stole the car. That was incorrect. That was my mistake. We get so used to Brandon and I got so emotionally tied to losing him that I just assumed that he was in the Secret Service because Jamal was. I don't know why they didn't bring Ryan back, which was the other friend in the first movie, but for some reason I retroactively like assumed that Brandon was part of the first group, which that was my mistake and I do want to point out it's very interesting that the two movies that Matthew Vaughn has directed that have a sequel both had significant change-ups in the friend group the first movie was Kick-Ass 2 which he did not direct but one of the friends of Kick-Ass was the guy who went on to play Quicksilver in the X-Men movies at the time he was in American Horror Story and he just couldn't make it to filming on Kick-Ass 2 so they recast him recast that character with a different actor in these movies Kingsman 1 and 2 which Matthew Vaughn directed both of them and co-wrote both of them. Ryan didn't come back from the original group, but they added two new friends and brought back Jamal. I just thought that was a funny coincidence that both movies that had sequels didn't keep their friend group intact, even to the second movie.